0: day I used to present a radio show on Yukon's Pugs Radio and it was absolutely brilliant even though I'm not coming back to present the show for another series. What we thought we'd do is reissue all of the rip ticket shows that went out with me at the helm here on Talking Smith About Film giving you lots of reviews that you've probably never heard before Mike White and Alicia Keys with Another Way to Die here on the Rip Ticket Show Pulse Radio. Good afternoon, folks. It's coming up for five past one on this Friday, the 15th of March. Happy St. Patrick's Day weekend to all of our Irish-based listeners. Um, we've got a busy show ahead. We've got three films to review for you all. One of them from a streaming service, one of them about wrestling, and the other, well, I think you can guess which one. is the third review we'll be doing this afternoon. We will begin... ...with the film from the streaming service. And it's understandable why we're going to begin with the film from the streaming service. um, Because it is one of those sorts of films that you just see... Well, I, I was going to spoil the review a little bit then... ...but this is the new Rebel Wilson film that came out on Netflix a few weeks back. Of course, other streaming services are available for the benefit of those in the doubt. But with the whole controversy over... What films they're getting involved in I can understand why Netflix wanted to piece the action with this film A little film that kind of parodies romantic comedies This is the trailer for Isn't It Romantic? A PG-13 romantic comedy that tries to satirise itself Here's the trailer It's just a movie You see Natalie, life's not a fairy tale Girls like us don't get that for why? look in the mirror doll, we're no Julia Roberts What are we talking about?
1: Natalie is saying that romantic comedies are bad. All those movies are lies, such terrible pop songs. I think people would have an easier time seeing you if you were a little more open.
0: Hey,
1: I'm Jack. Natalie. Give me the purse! How does this shit always happens to me? Emergency room. This isn't an emergency room. This is a Williams Sonoma. It looks like somebody's put a beauty filter across Town New York City. 911, what's your emergency? Someone's broken into my apartment and they've taken everything and replaced it all with much nicer stuff. So, your emergency is that your apartment is too big and you have every shoe you could ever want? Yeah, exactly. That's what Bye. I crazy. I hit my head really hard and I woke up in this alternate universe. And now I have a gay sidekick who's setting gay rides back like 100 years. I love working the legs. Jesus! And guys looking me in the eyes. You're quite beguiling, aren't you? Are you feeling what I'm feeling? No! Oh my God. I think I'm trapped in a... <laughs> my life's become a motherfucker!
0: Okay, Booch, what's the update? I
1: have to get a man to fall in
0: love with me. Boom, 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 yeah! I'm Josh. That is such a beautiful name. Good
1: morning, beautiful. Last night was amazing. I did not think we actually did anything and just cut to the next morning. What? Just get back here. Okay. So lovely, Good
0: morning, beautiful? beautiful. Last night was amazing, it's Natalie. I l- love. apologies about that. Bit of language that we didn't catch in the edit for that trailer, so I'll be editing that out for the on-demand version. Uh, once again, apologies profusely for the trailer. Um, as you can tell, this is a twelve certificate, so there's a there's a bit of swearing, effing, and jeffing in this sort of thing. Good job I caught that one I did then. Um, so to give you a flavour of the film without playing any more of this film, because I'm not risking it ever again, a young woman, disenchanted with love, mysteriously finds herself in, inside a PG-13 romantic comedy. She, she grew up watching rom-coms as a kid. She was given the idea that it was an unrealistic sort of thing, and... The whole plot of the film It's basically like a rip-off of I Feel Pretty Which is the um, the Amy Schumer film That came out last year Obviously I'm not going to bother with the clip now Because there's, there's frankly not much point uh, I just want to get straight onto the meat and potatoes of this review Because I did not enjoy this film uh, Like I said This plot feels very familiar It's like another Another film did this exact narrative A little over a year ago now but unlike the hell of "I Feel Pretty," this film does have some good moments, but not many of them, which explains why it went straight to a streaming service. Mm-hmm. Now, sorry, it's directed by a guy called Todd Strass schulson I'm not too aware of the credits he has done in the past. He has done a lot, a lot of TV, four movies, oh, including oh, including one of the Harold and Kumar films. That explains a lot, really. Um, but he takes a convention to the rom-com genre And attempts to subvert them in the name of the PG-13 humour Which he allowed some swearing, but not much Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't And working to this script, which is it's an okay script From Aaron Cardiego, Dana Fox and Katie Silverman is isn't enough humour to pad this film out to a 90 minute runtime Without it being cliched and tired Especially when the majority of the jokes come about through the censoring of the raunchier language that you'd expect from a from a PG thirteen or a twelve certificate as it is here in the UK. Now it's shot decently by Simon Duggan and with John Debney's score, just about does the job. But unfortunately, the performances are really where this film falls apart a little bit. And believe me, since I reviewed this film, I've been waiting to break out a certain bit of music that I only play when a film grinds my gears so much that I want to rant. It is a Rebel Wilson film. She's a pretty likeable lead, don't get me wrong. But after seeing her play the same dull and clichéd character that she's played in so many films before now, it's hard not to see her being typecast. And that is... Honestly, seeing her play the same character, the same archetype, she doesn't know where she's going in life. She's trying to find her true self. It's hard not to argue that the whole being typecast thing could hit her career-wise. Obviously, she did this for the paycheck. It is. It is obvious. It is a ninety-minute film, where the cast could have a lot of fun making and producing a film like this. But in terms of the filmmaking merit, I can't really find much in terms to talk about. Working with it is Liam Hemsworth, who's had a rough ride career-wise. He's like, done a couple of Hunger Games films, obviously trying to ride off the back of Chris and the rest of the Hemsworth brothers. He's trying to make his. F- he's trying to find his feet in this industry. He's. He's had some hits. He's had other not-as-successful films. But, again, I can't find his role believable. You've got Adam Devine as well, who I've mistaken for Miles Teller originally, but this is why I draft the reviews quite thoroughly. And Priyanka Chopra, working alongside... But this is an OK cast, but it's wasted star power. It is a film which... I was watching it, I had to pause it halfway through to get a cup of tea to compose myself... Because it was getting me angry It was really getting me angry It tries to play too much to the conventions of the romantic comedy It is a parody film at best And it got it, Surprisingly it got a cinema release in America Which is understandable And then it got put straight on Netflix or in the UK That is something which I can understand Because there is no way in hell this film would play well in cinemas They tried it with I Feel Pretty last year A McG produ- production And I hated that film and I hated this film just as much. Obviously, there are some redeeming factors. Some of the humour, some of the centering of swear words, even though they didn't bother with the trailer, which is a shame. Getting on to Netflix about that. Some of the centering of swear words did get that out of me, but it didn't pass the six laugh test. It's an alright film for what this is trying to do: satirise the idea of the rom com and trying to do it well, but. With the limitations of the twelve certificate, with the limitations of what you can get away with at PG-13, this film has a lot of expectations to it. to. It doesn't do it well. It honestly does not do it well at all. When I was watching this film, there was one thought going through my head, when will the filmmaker get the whole self-referential parody right? And as I've said on this programme before, I love a good parody. I love good self-referential comedy. This film is not your go-to for this. I can honestly say, from the top of my heart, if you want to go and watch a rom-com, there are other classics. But if you want a good bit of banter, a good bit of Cinema of the Year award-winning banter, oy oy, um, this film is going to be for you. It's not a definite avoid-watching film. But if you want to get a friend, couple of friends round with a few drinks, then... I can recommend this film. It's not the greatest thing in the world, but at the end of the day, we've got to give this film a rating. I can say, from the top of my heart, that this film is worth a watch and not worth watching at the same time. Once again, apologies for the language that we found in the trailer. We will get this rectified for on-demand listeners. We've got full edit and all that sort of stuff. Uh, it even took me by surprise. Uh, that was a, a supposedly a PG tra- trailer that we were given, but that is by goodbye. I need a little bit of a song to cool me down after that. And honestly, like, like I say, just hearing that, that rogue bit of language takes me by surprise. So... Let's have a let's have a bit of a meme to sort of cool ourselves down before we take tackle the film news rundown. I don't think this song needs any introduction. Somebody won't wa- only shooting stars break the mold. Smash mouth with all star. I think you can guess the film that's from it is, of course, from the mighty Shrek and quite a few other films of, 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 of that. This is, of course, the Rip Ticket Show on Pulse Radio. It's coming up on twenty past, well, seventeen minutes past one now. Oh my god, that was a close call with that review. Believe me. Um, So it is that time of the show where we have to talk about the big film news of the week, and there is really only one major story. It literally came out of nowhere. We weren't expecting it. I wasn't briefed for it. We have to talk about that Avengers trailer. Oh my god, what a what a tease. What an absolute tease. I when I was watching it roughly this time yesterday, I was thinking to myself, how much more can I give away without spoiling too much of the film? This thing is out in 6 weeks from now. This film is out in 6 weeks, and yet we still don't know anything. We honestly don't know anything about this film they've been very careful with the plot details that they've trickled out this is going to be a. the rumors are it's going to be a three hour film and we've only seen like two and a half minutes worth of footage which is a bold move for a Hollywood film a really bold move it was a a very very good trailer I'm, I'm impressed and I imagine it'll be playing in cinemas up and down the land within the next couple of days or so I know it was Avengers trailers were attached with Captain Marvel and we'll be getting to that Don't you worry uh, But I am so excited for Endgame As a result of that trailer When when I, I was literally on the air When the first trailer came out in November Breaking the news that it was going to be called Endgame Was big This this trailer feels bigger I think this is going to be After Star Wars One of the biggest films of 2018-2019 It could easily break £50 million pounds at the UK box office Easily uh, Also well, we were off-air. We had the first leaks of the uh, new Sonic the Hedgehog film. Why? Why does he have to look like that? He, he, there's anthropomorphizing a character. Doing it well, and then there's not doing it well. If they continue going down the route that they are, I honestly have no idea what to say at all. It was another, it was about as dumb as watching *Isn't It Romantic it really was it was a moment where you were like oh no, really um, but yeah there's not really been much news to report on this week um, that I can really report on air there has been a bit of news regarding my local cinema but unfortunately because of uh, trade regulations I'm not allowed to divulge that on the air but they're award winners they're probably listening right now, so. Hello, hello, guys. Well done on last night. Uh, but Go has really only been the Avengers trailer to talk about. It has been that big, just dropped out of nowhere. We have a poster too. Dele Guerrero was added very last minute to that thing, but let's be honest, as Luis brother said, she should have been there to begin with. change the pace up a little bit here on the Rip Ticket Show and talk about a film which some British audiences might not be able to understand fully it's time to talk about The Rocks brand new film and it was UK number one last week whether it's UK number one this week I will give you the full stats after this review but he put out a film after watching a Channel 4 documentary about a family of wrestlers based out of Norwich whose dream it was to get their daughter in to the wwe she would become a wrestler called Paige, and it's only in the last couple of months that they've made a film about her and i went in to watch it last week was i bowled over did i take a rock bottom or not well i think it's time to do a little fighting with my family I'm watching that. Give me the remote. no room. No. me get off. Zach, what the bloody hell do you think you're doing? If you really want to choke her out in a lot of fingers, yeah. now pull it tight. Oh, yeah. Now she's in trouble. Ever since I was a kid, my life has been a little strange. How did you get into wrestling? I myself had done eight years in prison. What was that for? Mainly violence. <laughs> Hello? My name is Hutch Morgan. I'm calling from WWE we'd like you to try out for us yeah! it's all fake anyway isn't it? good morning wrestling nerds this is where we see whether or not you get to go on to wwe oh, sorry about that it's a rock we're huge fans thank you so much what advice would you give us we want to be the next you
1: what are your names again my name it doesn't matter
0: names are you walk around here interrupting the rock here's a rock device shut your mouth straight out of the trail blazing eyebrow raising entertaining the globe never hotter talking to two rejects from Harry Potter thanks Twain got it you have to have the spark it's what the audience falls in love with I'm gonna rearrange your teeth you're British I'd be doing you a favor Say something on the nobody's gonna watch a timid little British girl wrestle People liked it in Norwich. But here they have running water and electricity. How's the training, love? It's really hard. I miss you all so
1: much. How do you
0: think this ends for you?
1: I don't want to be 4,000 miles away.
0: I have no idea who I'm supposed to be out there. You're not just doing this for you. You're doing it for the family. Are you sure you want to be here? Yes. Then you better prove it to me. Page. I myself have come from a wrestling family too I know exactly what it means to you You're gonna be a star, babe But so don't worry about being the next me Be the first you What? It's Dwayne Johnson Prove it If you're some somebody... man Is cooking Yeah, and I'm Vin Diesel, mate I'm sorry So that trailer gives you a very good impression as to what the story of this film is about, to obviously give you the official flavour and keep this into a rip-ticket review. Um, This is the the true-ish story of a former wrestler and his family uh, making a living performing at small venues around around the UK, mainly Norwich, an organisation called Dub A Dub, um, out of Norwich, uh, while he dreams of his kids joining the WWE, which in that industry is... The highest level you can go to. I've I've really done my research for this review. Um, this is a film that, obviously, like I mentioned in the, in the setup, this is based on a Channel Four documentary of the same name. And the story was that The Rock was filming Fast and Furious Six, and he watched this documentary. It around the time he returned to the WWE in 2011 ish. So he, re- he returned. He watched this documentary. He fell in love with the story, and he decided to through his production company, make a film about this family and turn it into a a, a nice, nice, neat film that has elements of comedy, of course. This is a Stephen Merchant film, so you know the sort of humour you're going to be getting yourself into. We do have a clip. We have checked this one for language while we've been off air, so we are all good there. Uh, This is the moment that... uh, Well, she's Soraya at this point in the film because the the story is... uh, I'm going to have to break kayfabe here. Um, this is a moment where the WWE call the Knight family to say that um, the kids have been offered the opportunity of a lifetime. Here's a clip. Hello?
1: Yeah, can I put you on speaker for a second? Yeah, hang on. there? I don't
0: know. Go ahead. Am I speaking to Zack and Brittany? Yeah. My name is Hutch Morgan. I'm calling from WWE. We well, were very impressed by your tape... In April, we're bringing SmackDown to the O2 in London, and we'd like both of you to come down and try out for us. Uh, Hello. Uh,
1: that'd be very happy to accept.
0: Good, and we already have a Brittany, so just think of an alternative name.
1: Yeah, sure. K. Thank, thank you so much. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, thank you, thank you very much, sir. <laughs> I
0: told you I told you it was a given uh, sorry what, what is the, the WWE the what now wrestling is something that pulls in three and a half million viewers every every Monday night in the States back in the day here in England it was the go to for Saturday afternoons at four o'clock you just have to look at last year's walk like a panther to understand how big wrestling was in the 80s of course Mr Dwayne Rock the Dwayne Johnson As I like to call him He had to make a film about it sometime And I did my research Did it infect my job Into this film Of course it didn't This is a really Down to earth Underdog story That gets it right Now Dwayne roped in Stephen Merchant To write and direct The film Based on that Channel 4 documentary And he does a very good Job at both tasks It's paced Incredibly well Clocking it A very tight 1 hour 48 minutes Not just great humour and storytelling. The only issue I had with it was the final act. Yes, they've distorted some details, and I know diehard fans of the WWE NXT product will be like, Oh, we skipped over her time as NXT women's champion. they have skipped over a lot of details. They only cover up to their big main roster debut. Well, this it's a it's a film. I can only do so much with it. This is a film that obviously like I can mention it only focuses on her rise to the main roster and the way they do it is they, they tell it from both perspectives you see it from the family who witness their girl going off to live her dream in America or on the other side you see her struggling with the training becoming the wrestler that she's meant to be um, and the, aside from that those issues of the final act. It was a really good film. It's got a great score from Vic Sharma, a really good, uh, really good soundtrack of sort of like music as well. Not the best soundtrack in cinemas this week. We will get, we will get, we will get to that in about ten minutes or so. Uh, but it's shot really well by Remy Aderin uh, and Graham Coxon uh, provides some contributions to the score too. Leading the cast is an up and comer, Florence Pugh. She's incredibly well cast as the main actor in the film. Her likeness is very close to real girl. Uh, working alongside her as her parents, uh, Nick Frost and Lena Headey. we are those two are some of the highlights of the film. You've also got Jack Loudon as our brother Zach, uh, the one who doesn't quite make it on to the WWE main roster, but he feels just as believable. It is clear to me that the Cast put in a lot of time, a lot of effort, n- not just with the performance, but actually learning the business, learning how to how to actually wrestle and make it look for the camera, they actually filmed some. They filmed the end of this film at a WWE event. They actually hijacked one of their live broadcasts and filmed it in front of a live crowd, which is very, very difficult to do indeed. Obviously, oh yeah, and also some w, real WWE wrestlers who pop up. I'm not going to spoil them because they are very funny moments to film. But with the guys at Film Four involved in the actual production, it feels. Like, there is a lot of potential. It's quite rightly built upon. And as they continue to do so, they've put out another incredibly well-rounded, incredibly well-gifted release. Now, like I say, The Rock's wanted to make a film for quite a few years, and it's obvious why, now that I've seen the film, and seen the success that it has become, because it is still pulling in good crowds. It's been out for two or so weeks now, and it is still pulling in very good audiences across the board. It's got humour some very heartfelt moments and a story that even the most mainstream of cinema goers who have no interest in wrestling can get behind this is a, a real. this is truly a feel good film done right I was sat there watching the film a little over two weeks ago now saying to myself yes 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 this is how it's done that's how you make a film and that is how you make a film that should Be watched It is a should be watched film Like I say It doesn't matter If you Are interested in wrestling Or not It doesn't matter If you Want to go in Not knowing anything Because they tell the story As well as they can And obviously I know how this story ends The girl Paige She had to retire last year After a couple of injuries So it it, It's a story That you'll probably get For people who haven't been Into wrestling For quite a few years It'll get you back into it And for someone from an outsider looking in this is a film that really delivered on the hype when the first trailer came out around this time last year because it got delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed when the first trailer came out last year I was thinking "Oh, that has potential and then it really did deliver on it so yes Fighting With My Family is a very strong film that you should go out and watch at some point that does bring us in nicely to TV movie for the week time and Oh, I'm just grinning thinking about delivering this TV movie It's a very good film It's on tomorrow on Film 4 It's uh, The Mighty Paddington from 2014 It's spawned one of the best sequels in cinema It's been a film that I've talked about at length On uh, on my other endeavours outside of this programme over the years And it is a kids film that has a lot of heart to it You, will, If you've not seen it, if you didn't watch it over Christmas If you've not even seen the first one It's got a lot of heart, it's got a lot of emotion. You will fall in love with the characters of that film. It is one of the rarest examples of how to make a children's film work, not just for kids, but for the whole family. When I watched that film for the first time, God, nearly five years ago now, I felt an overwhelming sense of emotion watching it. It was one of the strongest films of 2014, and quite rightly so. So yes, that's your TV movie of the week, Paddington, tomorrow, 10 past 3, on Film 4. So let's get some music on because I need I need to rest my throat up a little bit because we've got a very important review coming up after the box office rundown. We've got to review Captain Marvel, and oh boy, it's going to be tough to review that without spoiling anything. Uh, to take us to take you through. To that Captain Marvel review Let's have a bit bit of a something from Peter Rabbit This is Feel It Still by Portugal The Man Using so many trailers over the years This is of course The Rip Ticket Show You are listening to Pulse Radio (laughs) Portugal The Man with Feel It Still Here on The Rip Ticket Show on Pulse Radio And we have a bit of a surprise guest in the studio A lot of our old school listeners will... Be very happy to hear this voice. Good afternoon, Mr. Carver. Hello. <laughs> it was good to have you back in the studio. It is absolutely
1: wonderful to be back on the uh, on, on on the Rip Ticket show. Um, oh my word! It's it's three years ago on I Radio in, in Ipswich, Suffolk. It's crazy. I know. That's how far the show has travelled. It's gone from Ipswich to to present, and they still haven't found the replacement for it yet. That's how good the show is. <laughs> the, that's how good the show is. Yeah, it, it, it's it, on bad with you, Jack.
0: I've got to say? Well done. Man. Oh, cheers, man. I mean, i uh, we will. We were just talking off air About how proud I should be At this programme it's, be, it's become my baby you, Can you smell that, Jack? Oh. I think
1: that's an award nomination From the other I, think <laughs> I <can smell. laughs> Definitely Definitely I, there's, there's talks about award nominations For the uh, radio shows here And um, I'd be very, very surprised If this if this show didn't get one okay. I'd, I'd, I'd probably just like Kick down the office door And was like What is this?
0: <laughs> Nominate uh, that man um, uh, But it has been quite a, quite a big week for film It really has Uh Obviously Mr. C is very. He's here for very good reason because we we were talking about this film at mm-hmm. length, but, uh, behind the scenes yesterday, it has been. It is your brand new UK and Ireland box office number one. It, yep. it banked twelve point seven million. It has broken even already. So yep. internet trolls be damned. <laughs> uh, let's just get straight on with it. This is a review you've been waiting for. We are going to not divulge as much details about the plot as we can, Because mm-hmm. we know a lot of people haven't had a chance to watch this film yet. This is the trailer for Marvel Studios' Captain Marvel. So, Skrulls are the bad guys.
1: And you're a Kree, a race of noble warriors?
0: Heroes. Noble warrior heroes. Your life began the day it nearly ended we found you with no memory we made you one of us so you could live longer stronger superior you were reborn i keep having these memories something in my past is the key to all of this you know how to fly this thing we'll see that's a yes or no question yes
1: would you like to know what you really are
0: i think i had a life here what aren't you telling me You've come a long way, but you're not as strong as you think.
1: This war is just the beginning. I'm not going to fight your war.
0: I'm going to end it.
1: are you the cutest little thing? Aren't you cute? And what's your name,
0: huh? Curious. What's you? I'll be back. Oh, just hearing that trailer back. Oh, it, man. It, 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 it's been a moment that has been mm. literally years in the making for Marvel to sort of give you an idea as to what this film is about. This is, a, this is the last film to come out before Avengers Endgame. Indeed he do, and it is a very important
1: film as well, because uh, for those of you, um, obviously, uh, if you've not watched the last Avengers uh, group movie, what was it, Avengers? Infinity War. Infinity War, there was uh, obviously that end credit scene where Samuel L. Jackson bashes that pager and it sends out the uh, star logo yep. of Captain Marvel, and this movie pretty much explains... Everything it is set in the nineties. Nineteen ninety-five. Nineteen ninety-five. Good year, nineteen ninety-five. I have to say, and um, yeah, it, it, it's pretty much uh, the plot's pretty simple. Uh, Brie Larson stars as Carol Danvers. Who uh, is uh, gets caught, who is in the middle of an intergalactic war between the Kree and the uh, Star Force members uh, who are battling it out? Um, think Star Force, think Green Lanterns, but without the power rings, <laughs> essentially. And um, yeah, she crash lands on Earth in the nineties, meets up with a digitally de-aged seventy-year-old Nick Fury, and yep. I have to say, it's some of the best CGI yeah, de- they, de-aging they, they work, work they... I've seen. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Best, um, they they need to give that CGI wizard a pay rise. They do indeed. stock, and a free trip to whatever Disneyland
0: he wants. And possibly tickets to the Endgame premiere. Oh, definitely.
1: (laughs) And, yeah, essentially, um, Brie Larson as Carol Danvers is attempting to... Um, find out uh, her memories as the whole planet seems a little bit familiar to her as she tries to figure out who she is what her place on Earth is why the Cree are here and a whole bunch of other questions which I, I answer will spoil the movie so yes. I'm not going to spoil it there is plenty here um, to to view and yeah it's yep. it's, it's, it's such an important movie, such a great
0: movie now, um, to, to to review. Uh, now we do have a clip. We've been very careful about picking a clip because, obviously, like we say, we don't want to spoil anything. We do have a clip between Carol and Nick Fury of her interrogating him to try and prove that he is not a squirrel. Here's a, here's a clip.
1: Oh, oh, you want to get personal? Where were you born? Huntsville, Alabama. But technically, I don't remember that part. Name your first pet? Mister Snoofers Mister Snoofers. That's what I said. Did I pass? Not yet. First job? Soldier. Straight out of high school. Left the ranks of bird Colonel. Then? Spy. Where? It was a Cold War. We were everywhere. Uh, Belfast, Bucharest, Belgrade, Budapest. I like the bees. I can make them ride. Now? Been riding the desk for the past six years, trying to figure out where our future enemies are coming from. Never occurred to me they would be coming from above.
0: Name a detail so bizarre a scroll could never fabricate
1: it. <sighs> a toast cut diagonally. I can't eat it. You didn't need that, did you? No. No, I didn't, but I enjoyed it. Okay, your turn. Prove you're not a scroll.
0: So, again, we don't want
1: to give too much away. Yeah. Um, but, um, that was probably one of the better moments of the movie, was that just simple interrogation. It should be noted, in order to give that context, uh, the Cree. Uh, uh, um, is it the Kree yet um, yes. the Cree are shapeshifting aliens um, this is hinted heavily in the trailer where yeah. Captain Marvel punches an old woman in yeah, the face a scene um, which fight, attracted
0: yeah. a lot of controversy in the first trailer because they didn't really give the context away that much I think it was pretty obvious to be honest oh, yeah, it was, always, it, 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 was it, obviously people, in the second
1: trailer it, 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 after the second trailer but I, I pretty much guess so it, it's like yeah she's not going to exactly punch an old lady in the face is she? For, for the sake of it there's got to be something there but yeah the career are obviously shapeshifting aliens and um, yeah that's pretty much what she
0: was trying to do just to make sure that she wasn't fornicating with the enemy uh, of course this is a film directed by Anna Boden and Ryan Fleck this is mm-hmm. a significant moment because it's the first female director in a Marvel Cinematic Universe quite, quite a big deal they do a pretty damn good job of directing it
1: they do indeed this is not this is a pretty good movie um, and like the acting is on point here yeah. Brie Larson much like Tom Cruise, Tilda Swinton um, Ryan Gosling just seems to be scientifically incapable of putting in a bad performance no matter what she mm. does and in Captain Marvel she, she does a, a really great performance playing this really strong powerful yeah. uh, on an intergalactic scale uh, superhero, when they said that Captain Marvel was the most powerful uh, superhero in the Marvel Universe they weren't joking (laughs) she's she, she's off the scale yes. like She she is really off the scale And of course we have some really great acting as well From uh, Samuel L. Jackson uh, As the uh, As the mighty Nick Fury As the mighty Nick Nick Fury indeed In the, in the 90s Like I say some of the best CGI uh, De-aging I've seen There are a few moments which do betray uh, The real Nick Fury's age yeah. I really think they could have replaced with a stunt double yeah. And uh, for example In the trailer you hear um, him him sort of like cuddling up to uh, the cat, the goose, yeah. the goose, the cat. That's right, and um, it takes him forever to get back up. He's on one knee, and it just takes him forever to get back up. And it, and, and you know, it, it's Samuel Jackson. When some, I, I was watching his new trailer for Shaft, and somebody said, um, so, uh, "Sam Jackson is, is, is seventy years old." and I'm like, "How dare you? He's not seventy years old." To Wikipedia, oh, <laughs> He's he, seventy. He, he, like, yeah. I, I
0: couldn't believe it. He, like he, they did an incredible, like you guys said, they did an incredible job de aging him. Yeah. Of course, you've got eight Colson's Back. Cl- Agent Coulson, Coulson. Coulson is back as
1: well with okay. Jude Law as, as um, Yon Rog, the uh, the uh, the leader of Star Force. Agent Coulson, like you say, classic Agent Coulson. Classic Agent Coulson. And as well, I think Ben Mendelssohn did a wonderful job as as the um, he was the head of the Kree, uh, wasn't he? The, the yeah. Strike Force of Talos or, or, or Keller, because um, he takes you know he, he's credited as Talos slash Keller. So it pretty much spoils it. He does take control of someone. called uh, Well, he, he takes the form of someone called Keller. And I have to say, it was really, really a great move in giving these create personality equipped yes. one liners you know Marvel have sometimes fallen into a trap and uh, some of DC, as a yeah, matter yeah. of fact, in having these villains that are one-dimensional, no emotions, they simply are there to act as cannon fodder for the hero. And here we do get a sense of actually the Cree. They are, you know, an alien race. They have you know, emotions and they do growl. Uh, but they also, you, you see sort of like uh, hints of sort of like fear and sadness in them as well. So it's really great. You do get the sense of that there is this war and that it's not a case of, you know, good versus evil. It is a case of two opposing factions so that is a
0: really yeah. brilliant move. That was one, that was one of the strongest mm. bits of the film for me. Is having those mm. two factions pretty much at war with each other, and is, mm.
1: again,
0: wording is not spoiling too much. Get a lot of ramifications for Endgame on April twenty fifth. Indeed, do. Which we will not spoil. We, we will not spoil all. Yeah. We will say, stay back through the credits Although
1: if, if you don't if you're not doing that after this point, what the heck is wrong? <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. I, there are still some people who do
0: sit up at the end of these movies. and go That was a really great. Yo, yo, oh, bless their cotton socks! They're I mean, oh, so adorable. W- when I when I <laughs> seen it last Friday, about six people walked out the minute the lights came up.
1: <laughs> Noobs. Noobs. Now um, this movie is not without its flaws. No, it's... Now I, I, I need to preface this because of course I don't want people thinking that I'm, I'm I'm one of these new thing called incels who are jumping down the the throats because <gasps> it's a woman's in. My movies and review bombing uh, Rotten Tomatoes Uh, you guys suck and look you you tried you failed miserably the lesson of the story is Don't try.
0: $455 million box office globally in his
1: first week. And it is a good movie. The issues with the movie I had were nothing to do with the characters or the plot. This is a movie that was needed. The issues I had with the movie were to do with the tone and the inconsistencies of the the tone of the movie. And a lot of this had to do with the fact, I think, that there is a massive issue at the moment with Hollywood trying to force us to... Basically,
0: uh,
1: overselling how amazing female protagonists yeah, yeah. are, and I'll get an example of this uh, in Captain Marvel. I think it is um, there is a scene which shows the importance of. Um, you know, Carol Danvers in a *Man's World*. There is a really, really cheesy line. I'm not going to say what it is, but there is a man who who who, who essentially. Oh, I, don't think I know the line you mean. Bar, I know the yeah. Which basically amounts to "You can't be here. You're a woman." Um, I think that like, joke might be the reason it got the title certificate. Probably. Um, and you know, it shows her getting back up, and it's wonderful, and it's great, and it's really fantastic to see you know Carol Danvers, uh, Captain Marvel, getting back up in the face of adversity. Followed by less than five seconds later A fight scene To I'm just a girl yes. da, 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 da. Yes. this cheesy 90s song It's like Whoa I had to put my neck back in place Because the sudden change in tone <laughs> Just gave me whiplash And it, it, it's, it's crazy You know Like we Like let, let's, let's compare this to another female movie uh, for DC, that female movie. Wonder Woman, Wonder woman. Yes. Now, I'm going to say something that's very controversial, um, and but it is the truth, in my opinion. I think Wonder Woman did a female protagonist better. I'm sorry. And, uh, you know, I think Captain Marvel is a better movie, but I think Wonder Woman did the female protagonist better. In, and the reason that they did that was because, they, you know, we never saw Wonder Woman on a Plymouth, you know, and, and the director was not screaming every five seconds, look at her, look at the woman. She is a woman. This makes her brilliant. Look at her. You know, there's none of that, you know. It's more... She's, yes, she is a member of. Uh, she is a, a female, but that's not what makes her powerful. What makes her powerful is her ability to confront her doubts. Yeah, her ability to move past them. Her strength, her resilience, the ability—you know—her her sort of fish out of water. Because that brilliant scene in Wonder Woman where she's like carrying a sword and shield, dressed up in a coat, yes, and she's struggling, yes, yes, yes. and how she adapts to that. And, and that's a very funny scene. And you know, I, and it's not like Marvel can't do strong female characters without the need to put them on the pedestal and go woman woke you know there's you know Jessica Jones is a prime yeah. example of how to do it right even better than Wonder Woman Jessica Jones again what makes Jessica Jones strong yes yeah, she's a woman but what makes her strong is her ability to you know confront her trauma to work past it with her friends you know to you know go forward and to inspire people even though she doesn't want to inspire people she's a cynical private detective but she does in here Brie Larson um, Carol Danvers starts off as a really great character yes. there's a very funny yes, scene yes. where she's, she's knocking down uh, Skrull and one of them goes up to her and goes <laughs> Yeah. and yes, she, yes. she returns and goes eh, back and, and I thought that was brilliant that was just like wow such character in that one scene and she does have character in the movie when she's interrogating Nick Fury and tricks him into revealing his uh, corner toast phobia Yes. <laughs> um, and then it just seems as the movie goes on the personality um, seems to drain from Carol Danvers for more sort of Getting her ready to um, be an balanced, Avenger, that's... Yeah, unbalanced sort of wokeness. And it's like, look, you don't need to do this if you just make a... You know, just... Keep to a story Where Yes She's a female Protagonist But she's not strong Just because she's a female She is strong Because she has resilience She's able to push through For a man's world And she's got a cheeky Sense of humour as well That you know And and I I think that's Somewhere lost along the line And I really did think That affected the movie A lot Um, Don't get me wrong I'm not saying it's a bad movie It is a great movie Don't get me wrong But I would not put it At the top I would put it Somewhere along the lines of um, It's definitely better Than Ant-Man Which I still consider As the worst Marvel movie which is yeah, MS, nice. still pretty good you know I would say it's
0: right above there I would I would put it above 4 two. yeah I think that, that's sort of where, where I put it as well I mean the, the only yeah uh, it looks, looks like we mm. said this is a go home release friend game there is a lot yeah. going on the soundtrack obviously well it might divide some it yeah. is a very Guardians of
1: the Galaxy esque sort of thing exactly and I honestly think that that you've hit the nail on the head there is the Guardians of the Galaxy esque sort of retro 90s soundtrack yeah, they're, they're, I think if they, just kept, if they kept to the, the 90s nostalgia retro goofy in a soundtrack but you know you know you showed that yes actually this is what this character has gone through and this is how she's ended up you know this goofy sense of humour but is able to know what it has a, an incomparable sense of justice power you know she's powerful her, it's a strength that gives her powers you know I think if they kept that sort of goofiness there this would have been a far far better we are talking well, levels of Black Panther I, I, put, I consider Black Panther to be one of the best if not the best Marvel movie out there it would have put it up there with Black Panther to be honest
0: if, if, if it had gone down that route that, I think I will probably Probably agree with you on yeah. that. If they'd have got that nostalgia yeah. a little bit better, obviously yeah. Guardians actually he did it. Perfectly. Yeah, Guardians
1: of the Galaxy was brilliant. And it
0: does feel like production-wise, they, in light of the whole controversy mm. over the sacking of the director of Guardians Three, this is probably a shoehorning and music use it back in. Yep. Uh, of, of, did it, 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 but it, it didn't affect her enjoyment. The film. Yep. That is the important thing, right? It, it is time to write this thing. It is. So, um, I guess
1: really, um, this is a really weird one to do because it really depends. Like, you are going to get something from this movie. It just depends. I've I've, I've seen people who really enjoyed this movie who can look past the tone, and I've yep. seen people who can't look past the tone movie. At best, you are going to get a very brilliant, strong uh, you might think that she's a strong female lead I personally think, you know, there's a few issues there but if that is, you're going to really enjoy this film. However, if you don't you are still going to want to watch this film because it does put a lot of set pieces in for the Avengers Endgame it explains quite a bit, this film is necessary viewing. Minimum, I would say it is definitely worth
0: a watch. Yes, I would, I'm going to take the high ground and I will agree (laughs) The ripped ticket rating for Captain Marvel from both me and Mr. Carver—it is worth a watch.
1: Ding! I missed that one. Yeah, and can we also give a shout out to the set design as well? When I saw, oh, yeah, the production designs in the production design, like like as all the '90s kids, and then there were a lot of '90s kids who were just like. Blockbusters? <laughs> I know. How we missed the Blockbusters! I mean, I mean, I don't know, have you ever been in the Blockbusters before? Uh, I have, yes. You have, so you probably were the last generation uh, who all remember, but I remember going to a Blockbusters, man, going in, just getting movies, ice cream, you know, and yeah, those uh, are chips, those are and just oh man it it was great it was fantastic and damn you Netflix but um, yeah it it was great the set design was fantastic as well I want to put that it's probably my favourite part about the movie actually was the set design but yeah Um, Captain Marvel great movie don't get me wrong great movie some obvious mistakes Hollywood take it from me I've been you know take it from me this unofficial film critic who's just popped in and I've now got to go again because I've got meetings with someone (laughs) take it from me if you want to make a strong female protagonist don't hold up her gender Look at oh. her, she is a woman A member of the race of the clitorate You know, there's, there's no need for that Okay, you, All you've got to do is just show us Why she is strong beyond her gender And that is so easy do. You, know, you did it for a little while in this movie And then you, 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 you mucked up Just go t- to Wonder Woman or even better um, Jessica Jones and you'll, you'll do fine I am looking forward to Avengers Endgame oh, yes. I am looking forward to see uh, Captain Marvel In, in Avengers Endgame and um, yeah, I watched the trailer for
0: that, and it was ace. Oh, it, well, it was a good show. talks about it on earlier, and we, unfortunately, with that, that is almost the end for this week's Rip Ticket show. We which is, I guess, hour just goes very quickly.
1: It does. I mean, I found out when I was doing some research for radio shows that most radio shows like this are three hours long. Yeah, I'm, so I'm, I, 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 you know, <laughs> so I think that's probably the reason why. But hey, you know,
0: it, it's hey, if it's I short and concise. Hours, yeah, that's it, short and concise. Uh, of course, you can find the show on social media Twitter.com forward slash ripped underscore ticket Facebook.com forward slash ripped ticket show Where you can find all the latest news About what we'll be reviewing on air uh, Links to all of my social medias are there as well uh, whenever, So, like I say, uh, no show next week But we will keep you updated on all the social medias mm-hmm. um, I think I will have a little bit of El- Elton To close the show out today Good choice uh, Very good choice This is I'm still standing by Elton John As heard him sing And will soon be heard in Rocket Man later this year <laughs> For now, my name's been Jack Smith. You've been listening to The RIP Ticket Show on Pulse Radio. Until the next time we're together, we'll see you at the movies. And that's just about it for this particular episode of The RIP Ticket Show. Join us next week for another visit into the archives. But until then... My name's been Jack Smith. This has been a little bonus episode of Talking Smith About Film. And until next week, we'll see you at the movies.